Hey, all you out there in TV land. I'm Alyssa, and this is When TV Was Great Podcast, where I recap shows from I Love Lucy to Breaking Bad and everything in between. Come join me and reminisce about When TV Was Great. Hey, everybody. Welcome to When TV Was Great. I'm Alyssa. And today I'm going to be talking about The Wonder Years, Season 2, Episode uh, 13. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, entitled Birthday Boy. Um, but before I do that, I kind of want to talk a little bit about the Dexter finale. Um, I loved it. I'm not going to give any spoilers. Because it literally hasn't even aired on Showtime yet. <laughs> but I want to say that I loved it. I was satisfied. And I'm very, very... It's it's going to be very, very divided. People are going to hate it or love it. Kind of like the first season finale. <laughs> but you know what? Not a lot of shows get to kind of redo this season finale. You know what I mean? Not a lot of shows get to do that. Get to go back and redo it. And that's pretty much what Showtime did. And I looked, I look at it like we were blessed with one more season and we got it, you know, we got one more season and we got, let's just say we got a different ending and I'm totally fine with it. And I didn't think I would be, I was very scared to watch the episode, but I was very happy with it and, um, God, you guys, if you haven't seen the new se- the new season of Dexter, I mean, I've been saying to, like, people, it's, it's pretty much better than any other season. Like, it's so good. Every episode was just flawless. And it's, it's, uh, well, I won't go into more, any more details. Um, I've also been watching you. I've I'm in season three of you. That show is bananas. Really good. Really, 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 uh, really good. <laughs> I really can't say anything about all these shows because they're pretty new. <laughs> uh, anyways, I, let's, let's get back to the Wonder Years. Okay, so this episode, uh, is, it's one of my favorites. It's not I don't know if it's a fan favorite, you know, like I know a whole bunch of different fan favorites. Like, did you guys know? This is what I've heard. This is what I, I've, I've heard on around the the um, information superhighway uh, that the band Weezer got its name from a Wonder Years episode. It, it was the one where they have the hamster. They're doing like a science project or whatever, and they have the hamster and the hamster gets... <laughs> the hamster's name is Weezer, and it gets sucked up into the vacuum by Wayne. Yeah, very, very sad demise for Weezer. But apparently, that's who Weezer is named after. Evan, if you're listening, did you know that? <laughs> it's my brother's, like, favorite band. Yeah, so, um, that's obviously a fan favorite. Uh, this one is not so much, this is more of, it's a very sentimental episode, it's about family, friends, uh, jealousy, things like that. You know, things that 
everybody goes through. And it's about turning 13. And man, what a crazy age, right? I remember when I turned 13, it was just probably the worst year of my life just because junior high just sucked so much for me. Um, but what I thought I'd do, since I usually read the music from the year that it aired, I'm going to read the music from the year that it, uh, what's the word, uh, portrayed to be, that it, that it, the year it should have been on Wonder Years. <laughs> Does that make any sense? I don't know what I'm saying. Uh, so it, this would have been April of 1969. That's when they, Kevin and, and Paul both turned 13. So the top song uh, from 19, from April 5th of 1969, Dizzy, Tommy Rowe. Okay. Number two, Aquarius. This is a dawning of the age of Aquarius. Uh, by the Fifth Dimension. Number three, Time of the Season, The Zombies. Good song. Number four. You've made me so very happy. Blood, sweat, and tears. Number five, Gal Gavelston. Galvelston. Gavelston or Galvelston? Glenn Campbell. Number six, Runaway Child, Running Wild. I don't know that song by The Temptations. I will have to look at that one up. Number seven, Only the Strong Survive, Jerry Butler. Don't know that one either. Number eight, Traces. Traces of Love long ago i know all these songs most of them number nine my whole world ended david ruffin number 10 proud mary credence clearwater revival so those are the top songs from april 1969 when kevin and paul would have turned 13 these songs could have been playing at their birthdays their birthday celebrations which we're going to get into um i also got the top shows uh, now, this is not April of 1969, but it's pretty close because it's it says it's the top television series from 1969 to 70. So, pretty close. So, number one was Rowan and Martin's Laugh-In. Pretty sure that on The Wonder Years, you see, like, one of the family members watching that show at some point. Uh, number two, Gunsmoke. Number three, Bonanza. dun 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 Number four, Mayberry RFD. Number five, Family Affair. Number six, Here's Lucy. I have never seen that one. I'm guessing... Hmm. Is that after the Lucy show? Must have been, because I Love Lucy ended in like 1956, 7, 8, one of those years. And this is 1969, so yeah, that must have been after the Lucy show. Number seven, The Red Skelton Hour. Okay. Number eight, Marcus Welby, MD. And number nine, Walt Disney's Wonderful World of Color. I wish they would put that on, uh, on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Disney Plus. I would love to see old episodes of that show. That'd be really cool. All right, so that is that. Uh, did I say the original air date was April 12th, 1989? I forgot to mention that. I'm sorry. So I was about to be 10. So Kevin's three years older than me. Well, a lot more than that, but three years older than me, according to my little 10 year old self. 
<laughs> watching the show. I had a big crush on him, of course, on Fred Savage. All right, well, let's go ahead and get into it. This is a good episode, and it's a short one. <laughs> uh, you know, with my full-time job, it's kind of hard to get these podcasts in, but I, I do my best, you guys. I really do. This is like my outlet, and um, yeah. I have been giving myself a lot more TV time, though. I've been watching a lot more TV that I used than I used to. Uh, is there anything else to watch? I think I talked about some other stuff last week. Okay, let's go ahead and get started. So, like a lot of episodes on The Wonder Years, almost all of them, <laughs> there's like flashbacks to childhood and, you know, and there's... It shows Norma take, bringing a cake out with Kevin, and he's like a little toddler. And then it shows, it's kind of out of order. Then it shows uh, Kevin and Paul, their first birthday. They're celebrating it together. Super cute. Paul's got little glasses. Uh, it looks like it's their first birthday. Kevin looks a lot younger than him, which is, okay, whatever. But Paul has glasses at a year old. Uh, it's pretty funny. So... Uh, it's, you know, and then it shows them kind of through the years celebrating their birthdays and it's super cute. Like all these, all these adorable clips that they always play. And I don't know the kid, the, the, um, the kid who plays Kevin really looks a lot like him and the kid who plays Paul. It's, it's interesting how they got such like likenesses for these characters. So what the hell's a bar mitzvah anyways? It's a ceremony when you become a man, stupid. A man? Fiverr? <laughs> gotta be the funniest thing I've heard all day. Steve, are you hearing this? Pfeiffer's about to become a man. What's so funny about that? You're not a man until you lose your virginity. That's right. So I'd say you guys are little boys until you're at least 45. Oh, I think that's optimistic. Well, I mean, if you're actually talking about having sex with another person. Oh, shut up, Wayne. You're just jealous. Yeah, you're just jealous. Jealous? Why? Because you get to wear one of those little beanies on your head? It's called a yarmulke. And for your information, it happens to be a very big deal. I get to stand up in front of all my friends and my whole family and say prayers and make this big speech and stuff. A speech? A speech? But now I'm jealous. Now I'm jealous. And then we have this huge party. Oh, I've heard of those Pfeiffer parties. Very hot. Catered with all you can eat and drink. Ooh. And hundreds of guests. And all the girls I want to invite. Make sure you keep them on a leash now. And a band. A live band? And tons of presents. Well, if you figure a hundred people. And they each bring one. You're really gonna get a hundred presents? Yeah, of course. And that's not including the money. Like how much money? It's no set amount, but I'd say maybe a thousand bucks. <laughs> I just love this back and forth between Paul, Kevin. What's Wayne's friend's name? You know, I have no idea. We've seen him in a couple of other episodes, but I don't remember his name. And uh, of course, Wayne. <laughs> Wayne, Paul, Kevin, and this unknown friend of Wayne's, <laughs> unnamed. So I love the back and forth and how Paul just keeps trying to <laughs> trying to sweeten the deal. And like, come on, Wayne, I know you're going to be jealous. He wants Wayne to be jealous. It's so funny. And Kevin just sitting there like in shock with it. Like, oh my God, you're going to get a, you're going to get a hundred presents, a thousand dollars. It's just funny. It. I don't know. The reactions are funny. And Wayne, I love how Wayne says, a speech? Oh my gosh, I'm so jealous. Hilarious. Wayne's such a little asshole, but God, he's he's got some funny lines. 
so the next scene, Kevin's talking to his mom about his birthday, and she's like, well, what do you want to do? And he goes, and he says something like, well, Paul has his bar mitzvah, so, you know, it's just going to be us. And she goes, oh, that's right, I forgot. Well, what do you want to do? I don't know. She's like, it's not the same without Paul. And if you think about it, think think about this, like, they have celebrated their birthdays together for 12 years now. That is crazy to just be like, sorry, peace out, <laughs> you know, for what, for, and I, I always wonder, do they keep celebrating their birthdays after, after this episode? I don't know. But Kevin's trying to <laughs> put, you know, play the poor me, vic- you know, the victim here, not the victim, but play- being poor me and, and his mom's falling for it. Oh, it's okay, honey. <laughs> Have some more chicken, Kevin. I made it especially for you. That's right. That's why it's called Chicken Kievan. <laughs> Dinner at the Pfeiffer's. It was always an experience. Okay, Kevin. What's that say? Alvin Pfeiffer, optometrist. I think I was the only person he knew with 20-20 vision. He loved me. Ketchup. Incredible. What a kid, huh? What a kid. Now huh? leave him alone. He's oh. eating. Some more potatoes, Kevin? Ida Pfeiffer, mom extraordinaire. I think I was the only person she knew who really liked her scalloped potatoes. She loved me. Debbie, don't slouch. And get your elbows off the table, please. I just put that down fresh. Debbie Pfeiffer, Paul's little sister. The only girl I ever knew to whom I was her concept of the ideal male form. She really loved me. Great chicken, Mrs. Pfeiffer. Chicken. That reminds me of a story. And Grandpa Pfeiffer. He had a thousand stories, and I was the only person who hadn't heard them all a thousand times. So this is like the first time we see Paul's family. I don't think we've seen them. I mean, we might have seen the mom or the dad or the sister, but we've never seen them all together, especially the grandpa. We've never seen the grandpa before. I don't know if the grandpa lives there with them. They never. It's never really clear. <laughs> but I think it's cute how they're all so close and you know Kevin's like she loves me he loves me she really loves me and then of course grandpa has to tell an embarrassing story which I didn't clip because it's embarrassing and (laughs) lame but you know of course Kevin just loves it he's he loves them all and then they talk about Paul's bar mitzvah and you know I guess, you know, and, and and I learned a lot about this episode, like, you, well, kind of, I mean, I don't know, I don't have any, like, friends that had a bar mitzvah, we never went to any when we were kids, I don't think we did, I would have remembered that, I think, <laughs> I mean, I did have some Jewish friends, but I don't remember a bar mitzvah. So I didn't really know, like, you have to prepare for it, and you have to, you know, you have to learn Hebrew for it. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot that I didn't know about. And that's what Paul's talking about. He has to learn this and learn this. And at this dinner, Paul's grandpa gives him his Bible. And it's a very touching moment, and Kevin's there for it, and I think he's happy to be there for it. It's an absolutely beautiful family moment, and Kevin is family. Mom? Yeah? I was just thinking about something. Hmm? Oh, I, I don't know. See, um, 
I was over at Paul's house tonight for dinner, and see, Grandpa Fightful was telling all these stories about his bar mitzvah and when he lived in Russia and everything. And um, I started thinking about our family. And I Is it some kind of law that they have to run the garbage disposal at critical moments of psychological development? Mom. Yeah? I was just asking you about where our family came from. I mean, what are we? What are we? Yeah. You know, like, Paul's Jewish and one is Irish, so what are we? Oh, well, gosh, Kevin, that's kind of hard to... Well, let me, let me see. Jack's mother's Italian. Well, actually, she's half Italian because her mother's Romanian. And then his father's Polish. I'm pretty sure about that. Then my great-grandfather came over from Scandinavia. He came over a long time ago and married my great-grandmother, whose parents were Welsh. But, of course, she grew up in Ohio before they moved to Detroit. And as my mother then tried my to put together the strands of our old and faded and family tree, I came to realize what so many Americans do in search of their roots. Or was it Norway? I was a mutt. <laughs> How many of us have had the same conversation with our parents? Mom, where are we from? Where did we come from? Where did Grandpa come from? Where did Grandma come from? You know... Where did you come from? <laughs> it's like, I mean, this is a totally normal conversation that a kid would have with their parents. I mean, don't they even have projects in school like this with family trees? I, I remember doing that. And Kevin can't really get a straight answer, can he? Uh, <laughs> and I love, I love the garbage disposal thing. It's so true. I remember when I... <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I used to talk to my, my mom and she'd run the garbage disposal when I had questions for her. And, uh, I just thought that was so funny and so cute. I, uh, and how he says he's a mutt. <laughs> I was a mutt. That's so funny because yeah, a lot of people are mutts. Uh, my mom is adopted, so I don't really know her side, what they were. Uh, I know my dad's side, I think. I don't even know my, I don't even know my, my, my inherited, or what's it called? My family's, uh, what's it called? Nationality? Origin! Origin, thank you, origin. <laughs> I don't know, so I mean, you know, Kevin, Kevin's just trying to find his place, you know, like, it, it's so cute. He's just such a curious kid. Well, the birthday invitations have gone out, and there's a slight problem. Please share our joy as our son, Paul Joshua, is called to the Torah on Saturday, March 8th. Wait a minute. It's on the 18th? Well, yeah, I thought you knew that. Yeah, but that's my birthday. Yeah, I know, but you, you didn't tell me it was on the 18th. Yes, I did. It's supposed to be on the first Saturday after I turned 13. I told you that. Yeah, but I didn't realize. I didn't pick for it to be on that day or anything. It's just that's what it's supposed to be. I, I know. I mean, I'd change it if I could, but, I, you know, it's, like, really important. It's like, it's like tradition. You're not mad, are you? 
No, I'm not mad. It's just I'm I'm not gonna be able to come as all. You're not? Well, no. I mean, my parents have this whole big, huge thing planned for my birthday. Not even for the ceremony? Well, Paul, I can't help it if you're having a stupid bar mitzvah on my birthday. I mean, I'm really sorry to tell you this, but you're not the center of the whole stupid world. This just kind of puts a nail in the coffin because Kevin was already upset because Paul was getting more attention than he was on for his birthday. And now he's, he's, you know, he's even more upset because he's completely taken his birthday away from him now. And now my question is, well, first of all, I love how Kevin lied and said, my parents have this huge birthday, <laughs> birthday party planned for me. And they, they're like, oh, what do you want to do? Nothing. Eh, we're not going to do anything. I think it's kind of, I don't know. What did, what did kids do for 13? I mean, I think I had a slumber party. You know, I don't know what boys do. I don't think boys have slumber parties, but I, I don't know. Maybe they, like, hang out at the, I don't know. I don't know what, what boys do at 13 for their birthdays. So, Kevin is just, he's going through something, you know? He's going through something. His friend is not going to be there for his journey. And and vice versa. Kevin's not going to be there for Paul's journey. So they're both turning like a milestone age. And they're just kind of trying to figure it all out. And this is why I love the episode so much. Because... It's deeper than Kevin being upset because Paul planned his bar mitzvah on his birthday. Kevin's upset because of that, yeah, but he's more upset because Paul's not going to be there on his birthday because they've always been together on their birthdays. And he's kind of jealous that Paul knows his roots and he's having a big party and he's becoming a man, and it's a huge deal, and Paul's getting all the attention. There's so much more to just, you know, Kevin being upset. And that's what I love about this show, and a lot of episodes do this too, where there's something more under it, underneath, you know, under the surface. So the next scene, Kevin's helping his dad fix the car, which is a very man thing to do, you know. And Kevin's kind of just well, Paul calls, Norma comes out and says, Paul's on the phone, he's called three times. Yeah, I don't want to talk to him. I'm helping dad. And Kevin's, the narrator of Kevin, Kevin, in his head, Kevin's voice, let's just say Kevin's voice, says, come on, dad, you know you want to ask me. Haven't seen Paul around lately. Would you two have a fight? And, you know, Kevin is just begging for somebody to pay attention you know he wants to talk he wants to vent he who's who else is gonna vent to Wayne and Kevin's like yeah well we haven't really been talking those last couple days you know he he's having his bar mitzvah on my birthday my 13th birthday can you believe it and Jack's just like "Uh uh-huh you know he's not even paying attention it's sad and then he's like he's 13 and everybody's saying he's gonna be a man isn't that stupid He's just just venting about it. And Jack's like, yeah, 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 that's stupid. And, and, you know, then Kevin notices that there's a loose fan belt. 
And Jack's like, huh, thank you. You know, so Kevin feels like he was useful, at least. So it's finally Kevin's birthday. And (laughs) he's opening his presents. And his present from his hippie sister, Karen, is a poem she wrote, which is very dark and depressing. And not the best poem for a birthday. (laughs) Birthday present. And then the... Sorry. And then the, uh, there's a car honking and she goes, that's my date. I gotta go. Bye. (laughs) Happy birthday. (laughs) Karen's always like popping in and out of the show, isn't she? And then he gets the rest of his presents. Why'd you open the rest of your presents? Yeah, presents. Who needed a rite of passage? Who needed a father's support? I had... A turtleneck. Bathrobe. A wallet. And finally... Well, I just thought when you were writing a term paper or something and you wanted to say something is good, for example, then you just turn to good and you can say considerate, unblemished, or pure. Any synonyms for extremely disappointed in there? (laughs) I clipped that because... I mean, isn't that the typical gifts you get when you turn 13? Like, right? It's a thesaurus because, yeah, when you're 13, you're writing, you're writing term papers, you're writing all kinds, you know, you're, you've, you're in junior high, you need dictionaries and thesauruses and encyclopedias, back then encyclopedias, you know, and a bathrobe, a wallet. I mean, it's just funny because it's probably the same kind of stuff that I got, you know. I mean, I might have got a CD, but of course they didn't have CDs back then, you know, in the Wonder Years. But I mean, I maybe got a CD, but I definitely got like clothes. Uh, I don't remember ever getting a thesaurus, but it's not a bad gift. It's really not. Uh, Kevin is, he's like, laying, he's kind of depressed, laying in his room and he's, he's, he's wearing his robe that he got. And he's going through his gifts and he's got his wallet right there. And, you know, it has a little uh, card that you put your name and your information and stuff. So he's writing it out and then it says age and he puts 13 and he kind of stops there for a minute. He's like, holy shit, I'm 13. And then we go to Paul's bar mitzvah. I didn't clip the whole segment of that because it's long and man that is a lot to memorize well he didn't really memorize it he well he he kind of did because he had a like memor well not memorize because he had a book in front of him but he kind of had to learn the words you know how to say the words correctly and uh in the middle of that like kevin walks in and paul smiles and it's like he can like he's complete you know he can actually finish this and you know because he was he seems so nervous in the first part of this you know 
and it's really sweet and Kevin just watches him and like proudly you know just watching him proudly and the family's watching him proudly like all the family has tears in their eyes it's really sweet it's a really sweet moment and then of course it cuts to Paul's party and they're singing yummy I got love in my tummy I can't remember who sings that but uh it's really funny and there's like an accordion version And so it turned out to be a great birthday after all. I slow danced with Paul's Aunt Selma. I ate more than Mrs. Pfeiffer could have dreamed possible. And in a funny way, when I look back on it, I sort of feel like it was my bar mitzvah too. about that song but it always brings tears to my eyes they use it in so many sad scenes movies tv shows it's been in a lot of things uh it was in the movie the 60s which a lot of people said that movie sucked i loved it because you know i love anything to do with the 60s i mean duh look at me i'm like a retro person nostalgic person right here uh had great music in it too it, the acting really sucked, <laughs> but it was it was good. It's a TV movie that came on in I want to say nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think it was nineteen ninety nine. Uh, that song's by Simon and Garfunkel, and it's called uh uh why don't why can't I think of the name of this song? It's one of my favorites. Oh my gosh. Hold on a second. Okay, so the song is called Bookends Theme. It's only 32 seconds long. And the lyrics are, Time it was, and what a time it was. It was a time of innocence. A time of confidences. Long ago, it must be. I have a photograph. Preserve your memories. They're all that's left you. Ugh depressing song but anyways when when that song is playing there's a whole bunch of pictures like a slideshow of pictures of kevin dancing with the with paul's family and you know partying having a good time smiling he, he there he's with paul in every single picture and it's so sweet <laughs> i was watching it i'm like i've seen this episode 
so many times and why do I still get teary over it? I don't know. It's just the show, you guys. It just does it to me, man. All right. It's a basic, basic episode. Not a lot happens, but it's so good. It's just one of those episodes that people probably don't remember very well, but sometimes I remember the episodes that nobody else likes. <laughs> I like the weird episodes, you know, the the one-offs, I guess you could call it. But there's so but that's the thing though. There are so many episodes just like this. There's an episode and I'm I you know, I don't care about spoilers because this show's been over longer than freaking like it's it's been over a long time. But there's an episode where Kevin finds out that Paul lost, loses his virginity. And that's a really good one too, like you know, think about best friends, right? Like they probably, I don't know. You just got to see it. You got to see it. It's really good. Um, there's also an episode where the Fifers come into some money and, you know, they start, they become like country club members and they start buying expensive things and, je- uh, um, Kevin's jealous and then, you know, it finds out that, well, then they lose the money because <laughs> I think it's in stocks. And then he finds out that, uh, Kevin finds out that his dad had an opportunity to get that money as well, but he said no, cause it was risky and look what happens. And that's another good episode where, with like the friendships, there's a lot of episodes where their friendship is tested for sure. Uh, there's one where. Well, I don't want to go too crazy into it because I might go over some of these these older episodes. But there's one where uh, Paul is kind of like, kind of sort of dating Winnie. By the way, where the hell was Winnie at this bar mitzvah? She was nowhere to be found. Aren't they like all best friends? Like what the heck? Where was Doug Simpson and all these other friends of Paul's? Doug Simpson, uh, uh... Kirk McRae, <laughs> the list goes on and on. So yeah, there's a lot of episodes where their friendships tested, and I won't go into all of them, but there's there's quite a few. And this is one of them, and it's like yes, it's tested, but I mean they don't really get in a huge fight. Like there's also another one where. They totally stop being friends and and Kevin starts being friends with other kids to like replace Paul. <laughs> it's like a bromance. It's really cute. All right. I was trying to figure out what other uh, movies and TV shows have the bookends theme in there. Uh, was it This Is Us? It was something pretty recently. And that was probably within like the last three or four years. I, th- I think it might have been This Is Us. And I'm like, oh, here's this song again. It's just a really popular song. It's in a lot of different things. And I tried to look, but I couldn't find any uh, reference, you know, sites where... Yeah, it's kind of hard with, with songs, you know. Uh, anyways, the song, if you want to listen to it, it's 32 seconds long. Bookends theme, Simon and Garfunkel. One of my favorite bands, by the way. All right, guys, uh, that is all for the Wonder Years Birthday Boy. 
um you know what guys i have no idea what the next episode is gonna be and i think that's better (laughs) because i don't stress about it i don't have to worry about like you know i I could pick up an hour-long episode or a half-hour episode you know and be like okay we're doing this today i just like i just i was thinking about it like my son's birthday's coming up and I, we're planning his party, and I was like, oh, I should do that birthday episode of Wonder Years. You know, and next week I might be like, huh, I'm kind of feeling a family guy. Or, hmm, kind of feeling the office again. Uh, yeah, so something, I'll give you guys something next week. Uh, and like I said, I will update it on Facebook. You guys will always know ahead of time. A uh, couple days before at least and uh, you can follow me on facebook at when tv was great podcast and make sure to leave me a review and i think that is it yeah i talked about dexter i talked about you yeah that's all guys so until next week i will see you later I have a correction to make. I apologize, you guys. There are two versions of the bookends theme. (laughs) One of them is 32 seconds. One of them is 1 minute and 25 seconds. The one that was in Wonder Years is a minute and 25 seconds. Just a little correction there. And here's the song! And what a time it was, it was A time of innocence A time of confidences Long ago it must be I have a photograph Preserve your memories They're all that's left